0: Welcome to Don't Trust the Mirror, my secret life with an eating disorder with psychoanalyst Maureen Kritzer-Lang, the queen of self-esteem. Maureen shares her personal journey of her struggles with an eating disorder and how that changed her life. Listen as Maureen shares her pain, her stories, and her triumphs. Today, as a psychoanalyst, her mission is to help as many women as possible overcome their challenges. Now. My Secret Life with an Eating Disorder. Hi, this
1: is Maureen Kritzer-Lang, the queen of self-esteem for Don't Trust the Mirror, My Secret Life with an Eating Disorder. Welcome. It has been a year since I started recording my podcast, My Secret Life with an Eating Disorder. And today I wanted to just take a look back and reflect on the past year and how it all got started for me, share some of my thoughts and my insights with you about, about my podcast. It initially started because I wanted to get out of my office. I wanted to get out of my office, not that I don't love seeing patients in my office, I absolutely do, but I felt like I had a really important message to share with women about feeling good about themselves, about healthy self-esteem, positive body image. I really wanted to help women feel better about themselves and in some ways save their lives. Like my life was saved when I went to see a therapist for my eating disorder. And I started even before the the podcast, I started uh, doing videos when COVID hit, because again, I I had a message and I and I wanted to help people feel better and, and help them find ways to cope. So I started just recording some videos and kind of playing with doing them on my phone and different kinds of sound equipment. And just as an as an aside, one of the most challenging things in doing my podcast and in doing my videos and just my all my projects around don't trust the mirror is technology <laughs> that has really challenged me and it sometimes really stressed me out i don't know how how all of you feel listening out there in terms of during covid and how we had to, get to use technology in fact one of the things that i did is actually my husband did it for me is he built a sound studio in my basement And I have a little, I'm sitting there now, and I have, uh, it's a tiny, tiny little closet underneath our basement stairs. And we were trying to find a place to record my podcast that I could have decent sound and it could be quiet. And so he built this little room for me and padded the walls so it would be soundproof. So I have my own little tiny uh, recording studio in my house that I call Under the Stairs Production. I wanted to share that with you, but anyway, going back to to starting uh, my podcast and wanting to get out of my office and share the message with with women about how they could cope with uh, their eating disorder, their eating issues, their relentless critical voices. How you know we can all be so mean to ourselves and talking about our bodies and you know chronically dieting and just all kinds of crazy eating. I, I developed the idea for don't trust the mirror, which was even before I started the podcast, because I felt like it's hard to trust the mirror. And I, if you've heard me talk, and I hope you have, you know that you can trust the mirror when your insides match your outsides. However, so often we look in the mirror and we focus on the negative parts of our body, or we stand and look and think we look great And then we just shift our angle or walk outside and glance in a window somewhere or catch a a different, um, a different view of ourselves. And all of a sudden our, our, just our, our mood changes and that critical voice gets, gets really worked up. The mirror can be such an illusion and such a reflection of how, how we're feeling inside in a, in a negative way. So that was part of my idea in Don't Trust the Mirror. The other, the other part in starting my podcast is that I started writing in journals when I was young, when my eating disorder was starting to develop before I even knew I had an eating disorder. Um, As I've talked about in my podcast, I wanted to be a journalist. So I was determined to just get really disciplined in writing. And my writing turned out to be just this way of expressing all my body hatred, my critical voice, my my relentless critical voice. And it just became this outlet for talking about all my pain, depression, and anxiety, and all those feelings of of not feeling good about myself. My journal also became my best friend because I had nobody to talk to. So it was really an outlet for me to try to get these thoughts out of my head and have a place to go with them so so I didn't really go crazy, basically. I kept my journals for, I don't know, 10, 15 years, and throughout this last year, actually the last couple years, I had really picked up journaling again. And and I found it very, very useful um, for me in terms of writing my truth. When I journal, I find such insights and I start writing things that I didn't even realize I was thinking about. All of a sudden, all these thoughts come pouring out once I start. Sometimes it's really, it's very, very surprising what is actually in my head. I know I've been talking a lot about my journaling and I've diverted somewhat from my podcast. So I'm going to go back to talking about my podcast now. Over the last year, I have had to learn a whole new skill set with this podcast. It took me many, many years to get trained as a psychoanalyst. And I feel really good about my. Uh, my therapy practice, my work with patients, and and I feel feel very um, very blessed to have um, have worked very hard to be the best psychoanalyst I can be. Now I've had to learn to talk with you on my podcast. In fact, I'm going to share something with you. I've tried all different ways of doing this podcast. In the beginning, I tried to ad-lib a little bit more, and I wasn't really so happy with how it turned out. I realized I said a lot of ums or ands, and I felt like it just really wasn't that smooth. And then I started doing more scripts for them because I felt more comfortable that it would sound better. And then I realized I can't keep doing these scripts. And I wanted to really be able to be more spontaneous and talk with you more openly, and just talk to you. So this podcast today, in my reflections over the past year of doing my podcast, is I'm just talking to you. So let me know what you think. There might be some ands and some ums, and I might hesitate or pause. I really wanted to try it. How many of you can take a risk to just try something new? It can be quite challenging, super anxiety provoking, where you don't feel like you're good enough, and there's this huge learning curve. So over this past year, I have had a huge learning curve in terms of recording these episodes and sharing my story with you. The other thing I wanted to share is how my podcast ties in with so many of my interests and loves as a a young girl. I don't think I've ever talked about this, but when I was younger, I wanted to be an actress. I know so many girls want to be actresses and models. I was determined to go to New York to be an actress. And I was in some community theater. I was in dance programs. I was in a temple a theatrical group and I loved, I loved acting. I loved pretending. I loved the stories. I loved pretending I was different people and just, and just making things up as I, as I went and recording these podcasts and doing my scripts and reading my journals has given me this opportunity to go back and use the things that, that I was so passionate about when I was young. The sad part of this is that when I developed my eating disorder, I lost so much of my creativity and my passion for things. My passion, unfortunately, became my eating disorder, and I lost touch with so many things that I love to do. So many things about writing stories, writing poetry, acting, dressing up. I feel like my eating disorder took away so much of my life. I don't know as you listen, if you feel like there are pursuits and, and passions that you've had in your life and and because of your eating disorder, they've somehow become diminished and it's hard to to reconnect with them because your eating disorder is so much in the forefront. I want you to just think about that and and try to get back to some of those loves that that were in your in your in when you were younger, in your history, whether it's reading, writing, acting, cooking, whatever it is to try to think about some of those things that you might want to get back to. So I feel like I'm doing the adult version of my love of acting in talking with you on my podcast and doing my videos. The other thing that I has been a learning curve for me is doing my interviews on TV. It always looks so simple when people are interviewing people and I thought, oh, it couldn't be that bad. It must be pretty easy, but it really is an art. And I have a whole new respect for for interviewers because there's an art to listening and it's different listening as a therapist as opposed to listening to somebody I'm interviewing, trying to shift them when I feel like they need to be shifted a bit, getting back to a point, sometimes needing to interrupt them, watching the time, keeping track of that. So I've had to um, to also learn a lot about that. As I said before, one of my most challenging pieces over the past year has been technology. And I've done my podcast and I've forgotten to turn on my microphone and the lighting and Um, Of course, you want to look good in front of the camera. So it's been so many bits and pieces to to really put together. Something else I, I want to talk with you about is it's been hard reading my journals because I've had to relive some of my past. And there were so many things that I didn't remember. I didn't remember how I felt. I didn't remember how bad it was at times. I didn't remember you know, the extent of the pain that I went through, some of the pain that my family went through. So it's brought up old stuff for me that I've also had to deal with. One of the things that I'm a true believer in is to practice what I preach as well. And if I'm gonna be a therapist who is authentic, I have to have done my work If I am going to, to work with you out there, I can't help somebody if I haven't been able to, um, experience things myself and, um, and be able to, um, to work out stuff for me in order to help you. I hope that made sense. I know it was a little bit confusing what I said. I started meditating more. I talked to you about meditation as a great tool to cope. The challenge of sitting by myself, of sitting quietly, sometimes it's really hard. And sometimes I look forward to it. I I really look forward to just that quietness. Uh, I do a lot of guided meditations and I find myself sometimes drifting in and out, but it really helps me connect so much more with myself, with my heart, with, um, how I'm really, really feeling because so often we act um, a certain way in the world and um, how we're supposed to be and have ideas about, you know, even even with, with our eating, it's, it's really getting in touch with what is it about, the pain of it, the feeling behind it. Um, it's so easy to get caught up in all the symptoms. And I know it's such a hard cycle to break, But I find the meditation to be a very helpful tool, along with journaling. I've already talked a lot about journaling. I know you know my feelings about journaling and just how it's just it's still a lifesaver for me. As I write, I realize things that I I really didn't even know going on. I'm happy to share some exciting news with you. I'm working on an app, an app called Don't Trust the Mirror on the Go. It's so you have me wherever you go. You can listen to my podcast and I hope you are, but this is something a little different. It has all different kinds of scenarios about body image, self-esteem, confidence, negative thoughts that we have about our body, how to, how to, how to shift them, um, how to intuitively eat. It has so many topics on everything you can think of and every scenario you can think of dealing with uh, disordered eating, intuitive eating, Like I said, body image, self-esteem, confidence, um, anxiety, depression, all these things that we struggle with. Stay tuned. I will be sharing more and more information about that with you. It's called Don't Trust the Mirror on the Go. Have you with me wherever you go. I would love to hear any ideas you have uh, for my podcast, any thoughts you have about it, any people you feel you would like to hear uh, being interviewed on it. I would love to hear any of your thoughts and feelings in terms of how I can improve things you like, things you don't like. I hope you continue to share it with your family and friends. I want to be able to to share all these wonderful thoughts and, and really build a community of people to have this conversation about how we can feel better about ourselves how you can be the queen of your self-esteem and pass that crown on to others. Thank you for listening to my secret life with an eating disorder. Thank you for the past year in in being offering your support and um, your comments. And I look forward to, uh, to another great year ahead. Another thing I am really excited to announce is the opening of my inspiration store. I have fabulous Don't Trust the Mirror t-shirts in so many colors. You can wear your confidence with you as a badge, as a reminder that you are the queen of your self-esteem. I have Don't Trust the Mirror tote bags where you can carry your confidence with you with my Don't Trust the Mirror tote bag. And lastly, I have a Don't Trust the Mirror journal I know I go on and on about journaling. So you can get your own Don't Trust the Mirror journal. Please check out my inspiration store at my website, DontTrustTheMirror.com, and let me know what you
0: think. Thank you for listening to Don't Trust the Mirror, My Secret Life with an Eating Disorder with psychoanalyst Maureen Kritzer-Lang, the queen of self-esteem. We hope you enjoyed it. Please visit DontTrustTheMirror.com where you'll find all our social networking links and can post your stories, comments, and questions. Until next time, remember, trust yourself. Don't trust the mirror.